Hello everyone, welcome to Chaos Under Control. As always, it's me, Emily, and I'm here to hang out with y'all. And today we are going to be discussing a current event topic, which I have not done yet. And I planned on having this podcast record later as we are moving, but I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there today because it just needs to be said. So it's probably gonna be pretty short and to the point, but I'm gonna go ahead and jump right in. So most of you know, and if you don't, you'll know now, I competed in the Miss South Carolina pageant in 2014. I did a good many pageants growing up and I competed in a local pageant and won Miss Wade Hampton Taylors, which then took me to compete at the state level at Miss South Carolina. In both of those pageants, I had to do evening gown, interview, talent, swimwear, and onstage question that's been that way for years, you know, that's just how it is. So I knew that going into it, each phase of competition, I learned something about myself. It was phenomenal. I gained confidence. It was great. So highly recommended it back then. That pageant, not the state pageant, but the Miss America system, which runs the Miss South Carolina, Miss whatever pageant, that system as a whole has changed drastically. And now I'm not an incredible fan of it. So I'm here today because the Miss America, which is now called Miss America 2.0, whatever, has released a statement that they are giving out a scholarship from an anonymous donor, and it's called the Equity and Justice Scholarship. Now, I quote, this is what it says about the scholarship. So whoever the donor is of the scholarship has made this statement to go with it. As a young woman who wanted to compete in a local Miss America competition in the 1980s, she was discouraged by her parents because they informed her that Miss America, and it may not, or no, they believed, excuse me, sorry, they believed Miss America does not look like us. And an educated woman does not parade around in a swimsuit. So... They believed Miss America does not look like us, and an educated woman does not parade around in a swimsuit. Now, I don't know what they mean by us, and I'm not going to get into that because that's not the part I'm infuriated by. The part I'm infuriated by is that the Miss America organization, for one, started out as a swimsuit competition. That was all they did. There was no other phase of competition. That was the very first swimsuit competition. And then it added on other phases as the years went by. So there's problem number one, is you're insulting a pageant who existed solely as just that. If you didn't like the swimsuit pageant, move on to something else. That's how it's always been. They didn't add that out of nowhere. It's it's no surprise. That's what it started as. So there's that. Issue number two that I have, when they say she cannot be educated and Miss America is a scholarship-based pageant, you win a scholarship when you win it. Your GPA is factored into it, your education. The title holders go on to be doctors, lawyers, journalists. They go on to be just all these things. I mean, there are people I competed alongside who are practicing law now and winning. They're in medical school. They've graduated medical school. All these things. They're teachers, educators, so many things. And people have the audacity to act like that it is solely a beauty pageant and your body in the bathing suit is what determines whether or not you win, which is not true. It's not. And there's so much more to it than that that I understand if you don't compete, you don't know about. But don't 
give, I mean, it's great that this anonymous donor is giving a scholarship. There's nothing wrong with that. And in order to receive it, you have to write an essay on why you feel you should receive it, blah, blah, blah. You can look it up online what the reasons are. But the fact that Miss America 2.0 is promoting this quote right here, and they're even leaving in the part where it says, an educated woman does not parade around in a swimsuit. That's what infuriates me. And here, I'm going to give you a little history lesson. So there is a woman named Gretchen Carlson who took over and made it Miss America 2.0. And that is when it turned into, oh, I don't even want, I don't even want to get into it. It went downhill. That's all we're going to say. I'm not going to sit here and get into that. It turned into a mess. A lot of phases of competition were taking, taken away. They were replaced. The views and sponsorships on television dropped significantly. There were current title holders who were shamed underneath her leadership. It was awful. She was a former Miss America. Just throwing that out there. So you know what that means? She competed in swimsuit. But now there's a problem with it when she was a chairman. Well, she stepped down. In June of 2019, I believe, was the correct time. I know it was, yeah, June of 2019. And this lady named Regina Hopper takes over. Now, another history lesson. Regina Hopper was Miss Arkansas in 1983. You know what Regina Hopper did? Swimsuit. You know what else she did? Lawyer. She went to law school. She was a lawyer. And now she is the chairman of the Miss America 2.0 organization. So that should reinstate that even though Gretchen Carlson ran that pageant into the dirt, she was still a businesswoman running a multi-billion dollar pageant. All while when she passed it down to Regina Hopper, that lady took over as chairman who was a lawyer. And both of them paraded around, to be fair in context, in a swimsuit. And guess what? They still had the brains. Gretchen, I'm debating that because of how she ruined the pageant, but nonetheless, her GPA and her IQ showed she had the brains. So, the whole content here that is, is just misconstrued, and this person who gave the scholarship even stated that they wanted to compete in the 80s, but they didn't, and they were discouraged. Don't get discouraged because these women may have had great bodies. These women didn't have great bodies because they just woke up overnight and decided to have a great body. I'm going to throw some names out there because I can, and it's my podcast, Go look up Katherine Kirkland online. Look at her fitness journey. She's a great friend of mine. She did not always look the way she does now. But you can see her online with her, like on Instagram or whatever. Her trainer posts videos of her busting her tail in that gym. And she has a pageant coming up. And she's going to look phenomenal. But she worked hard to get there. She's worked hard in every phase of competition. Okay? So look her up. Look up Bree Boyce, who is Miss South Carolina, who went on to compete in Miss America. Her entire platform was that she was obese her entire life, and she dropped weight and looks phenomenal. No one told her she was too ugly. No one said there's no form when you competed ever in any pageant, or excuse me, in any local pageant for Miss South Carolina or any pageant in the Miss America system. There was never a form that said, if you're not this size, don't bother. No. You competed with whatever size you were in the swimsuit, and you got scored just like everybody else. But guess what? That's life. In life, you're going to go to a job interview and they're going to say, this is what you have to do to get this job. And you're going to compete for it like everybody else. Miss South Carolina, Miss Oregon, Miss Illinois, Miss Georgia, whatever, all of those Miss America system pageants, you go and you do what they ask you to do to compete for that job, which it is a job. And you compete for it like everybody else. If you don't want to do the swimsuit, don't compete for the job. Move on. There's other jobs out there. If you don't want to go to Wall Street and have that interview against people who may have worked harder in college than you, don't. Move on. There's other jobs out there. But don't degrade people and make them look like they're in a circus for putting in the effort for the job that you also could have qualified for had you put in the same work. 
Like, that's just ridiculous to me. I did not go to the gym and work hard. I did have a trainer when I competed for Miss South Carolina, but I did not take home what I learned from my trainer and apply it because I was tiny my whole life and I didn't care. And I could have worked harder and I should have. I should have pushed myself, not because I didn't look good, but because why would you want to be mediocre and settle when you can work so hard and excel and get the most out of an experience and push yourself past your limits and see what you're capable of? Why wouldn't you want to do that? I just don't understand. There's no anything out there that says that you had to look a certain way to compete. You can compete however you want. Whether or not you win, that's not up to me or you. You can do your best and see what happens. And there are plenty of girls I competed with who didn't win the pageant and are still successful in so many other phases of life because of that pageant. I'm very good at interviews. I've said it before in my podcast. I can nail an interview from the Miss South Carolina pageant from my interview for my local pageant, from working with Lindley Meyer, who has competed in the Miss America organization. She was Miss America's Outstanding Teen. She's phenomenal. She's been a title holder on many occasions. She still works for the Miss South Carolina organization. She coached me an interview and I killed it because I had the proper coaching and I didn't go in there thinking that the world owed me something. No, I went in there. I was coachable. I was wanting to learn. I was driven. And so is everybody else. And they got so much out of it because they didn't put up a wall and feel obligated that the world should conform to their lifestyle. That's not fair. The world doesn't owe you anything. Me, you, no one else. And for you to sit here and insult women who are going through this pageant already successful but come out of it as doctors, lawyers, teachers, administrators, supervisors, CEOs, and they're all of a sudden just not qualified for that and they're not worthy because they look good in a swimsuit, give me a break. Give me a fat break. Give me a break of that Kit Kat bar. I don't have time for it and nobody else does either. It's pathetic and I'm offended by it because I don't care what people say about me when I competed. That was long ago. I don't care. I had a great time. I met great people. But I see women out here who are, Catherine, I've already brought her up. She's at the University of South Carolina, killing it in school, having a great time making friends in a sorority, living her life, all while working out multiple times a week to be successful in this pageant. And she has a heart of gold. So don't act like because she looks good in a swimsuit that she's not worthy of anything, because that's a lie. Shaylin Simmons, same situation, USC, sorority, killing it out there, great body, she's got a pageant coming up. I have friends in North Carolina, Georgia, here in Colorado, so many friends who are out there just absolutely working their tails off to be successful and make a name for themselves and learn about themselves and get outside of their comfort zone. Nobody said just because these girls look good on stage that they had it easy the whole time and they never had to work for it. But I'll tell you what, because they worked for it in this pageant, they're going to work for everything else in their life because they know what hard work will get them. They know that it pays off and it feels so good when you work hard and it pays off. But for people like this anonymous donor who have just decided that they're not even going to try to compete in the pageant, they're going to assume that they're, since they may not look like those girls, they just don't even need to bother. And because of that, they're just going to say, you know what, to the heck with it, we're going to give an anonymous scholarship and slap this organization and all of its previous title holders in the face while we do it. And you want to know something else? I'm not a racist person by any means. I think it's phenomenal that right now Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss America are all women of color. That is phenomenal, and I don't think it's ever happened. We are stepping forward in such a great direction from a pageant standpoint from all systems. We have beautiful, intelligent women. Miss USA is stunning in a swimsuit, outside of a swimsuit, in regular attire. Doesn't matter. 
Miss America, same situation. She didn't compete in swimsuit this year, but she's still stunning. And when they're out and about in public making a difference in the world, nobody's going to say, wow, she looked great in a swimsuit. That's why she's making a difference. Or she looked terrible in that swimsuit. It's a wonder she's making a difference right now. No one's going to say that because it's who they are as people. Swimsuit is just another factor of it. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. It's empowering. I loved Swimsuit. They had this sassy Beyonce song on that said, I'm a grown woman. And they played that song and I was strutting. I had a great time. I wear swimsuits at the beach. It doesn't matter. I didn't need to go out there and feel like I was on some type of sexual platform because that's not what it was. I was out there in a swimsuit strutting around having a great time. I was. I felt empowered. I felt elegant. And you just feel a sense of, wow, I'm a grown woman. I'm maturing in this world. You really are. And if you're going to sit here and shame the women who feel confident in a swimsuit on stage, I dare you to walk up to a woman on the beach who finally has the confidence to put on that swimsuit after having a baby, after having that surgery, after stress eating because she lost her husband in a deployment. Yeah, I know those people. I dare you to walk up to someone and say, oh, you shouldn't walk around and strut like that. Quote, you should not parade around in a swimsuit. An educated woman does not parade around in a swimsuit. I dare you to say that. But it's real easy for you to say it when you're an anonymous donor. Just because you're forking out some change and you're anonymous, you can say that. And you can just insult people like that. People you don't even know anything about them. That's real easy for you to say. Yeah, real nice. I'm really bothered by this. I'm truly bothered by it because I'm so tired of people assuming that they know just a collection of people because they see them do one thing. Oh, so you see her in a swimsuit, so you know she's not educated. You know she's not valuable or worthy. You do know a lot of the people in most pageants who win the swimsuit competitions go along to win the STEM award, which is science and, you know, the technology, the math, the big the education award. I'm not going to get into STEM because, to be fair, I don't know the ins and outs of STEM. I don't know the qualifications for it. I didn't win STEM. But the people who won it, a lot of them also won swimsuit award. So if you want to get into that, that's fine. Let's go ahead. Let's go down that road because I'm heated today. Heated in all caps, exclamation point, flames on both sides. It's not fair. It's not. And you know what? I believe we all should have an opinion and say what we want to say. And I will never hide behind an anonymous word and say what I have to say. If I have to say something, I'll say it. And I'll say it with full education and intent and respect for who I'm saying it to. But I'll say it out of respect for myself. And I'll say it for a purpose. Because it's going to better something. And it needs to be said. And, it's, and it might be tough love, but it needs to be said. Hiding anonymous, anonymously behind someone insulting an education of someone you think they don't have, that doesn't benefit anybody. And you know what? That's telling girls who are having body image problems that I've talked about on my podcast, who are having postpartum depression or anything like that. It's telling them that if you get confident enough to parade around in a swimsuit, you're going to look like a fool. And that's disgusting. It really is. It's stupid. And you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You really should. I truly hope that whoever gave out that anonymous scholarship, I hope that they have daughters if they don't already. And I hope that they walk up to her or sons even and say, you know what, mama, I'm going to wear my swimsuit today and go to the pool with my friends. I think I look great. And I hope you feel so dumb on the inside for what you said. When your daughter or son looks at you and says, mama, I feel so pretty in my swimsuit. And your daughter's making great grades in school. And she's going to go so far in life. When she becomes that doctor, lawyer, that therapist, whatever. I hope you look back and say, wow, she felt great in that swimsuit. And I'll be dog if she didn't go on, get a great education, top of her class. And is now making all this money. And goodness gracious, she wore a swimsuit while doing it. Isn't that something? A piece of fabric, waterproof fabric, didn't hold her back from her brain cells. Who would have put that together? Bizarre. It's so bizarre. Makes no sense to me. 
Y'all, I probably spoke so fast on this podcast. I probably rambled. I probably did a lot of things. And you know what? I don't care because I'm heated. And Miss America 2.0, this is not the first time you've let a lot of girls down or insulted them. Even though these aren't your words from this donor, you're promoting this donor's words. You could have told them, hey, we'll promote the scholarship and you can tell them what they have to do to qualify for it. But this insulting statement is unnecessary. Especially when the women promoting it, uh, cough, cough, Regina Hopper, are hypocritical enough to promote such statement when the reason, hefty reason, that you probably got your law school paid off is because you were Miss Arkansas. So you got those scholarships for wearing your swimsuit. You walked around that year as a title holder. You promoted it. And now you work for the same pageant, but you're going to contort it and say, no, we're going to promote this. Swimsuit's wrong. Really? It wasn't wrong when they were doing that direct deposit for your student loans? It wasn't wrong at all. It was not wrong. Your mom and daddy, your whole family, whoever, I don't know, your support system was out there clapping their hands, cheering you on, and you felt confident. That's what you felt. And you know what? All these other girls feel confident on stage in their swimsuit too. So how dare you promote this and insult them by promoting this and make them feel that way? You could have promoted this in so many other ways and you chose to promote that sentence right there and it degrades all the women who have been in your same shoes and felt your same confidence. So shame on you for that. I truly thought when Gretchen Carlson stepped down as chairman that this pageant would take a turn in the right direction and boy, am I proving to be wrong. It's just not what it once was. And they're not even referring to it as a pageant in most cases. They're calling it a competition. Because Lord forbid there be any factor of beauty in it and any factor of confidence. Lord forbid. I didn't place when I competed Miss South Carolina. I didn't make top 15. I didn't do anything. But you know what I walked away with? Confidence. Knowledge. Self-respect. I've put on here on my podcast, I had body image problems forever. And when I started pageants, I loved myself in a way I'd never loved. And I lost so many pageants and I still felt amazing about myself. I met friends that I'll have for the rest of my life that had I have had a wedding, they would have been in it. I still talk to them. They're so successful. They're business owners. They own dance studios. They run law firms. They're doctors. They're nurses. They're delivering babies. What? And you think a swimsuit had anything to do with that in a negative way? Get out of here. Karen, sit down. And Karen, I'm not even referring to a specific Karen. It's just a term. Bye, Felicia. Bye. Girl, Get go bye. Bye. Just get out of here. No, I don't have any time for it. I'm not about it. And you know what? I've ranted about this long enough. And I wasn't even going to have time to get another podcast out before I moved. But I'll make time for this. Because I have friends who feel just awful that they're out there working their tails off for a pageant. And people have the audacity to say this and promote it. And they're like, what is wrong with me wanting to feel confident in a swimsuit? Demi Lovato wrote a song that said, what's wrong with being confident? You need to go listen to that. Go listen to it. Go get you some confidence. What's wrong with being confident? Seriously. You should allow the scholarship to be given to whoever's deserving with or without a swimsuit. That doesn't matter because you know what? I'm going to laugh one day also. Not laugh because it's not funny if you're sick. But if you have to go to the doctor for whatever reason and the person that treats you or lets you know your diagnosis wore the most beautiful swimsuit you'd ever seen, had the best hair bouncing around, looked great on that stage in that swimsuit, and they won that pageant, got the scholarship because their brain and grade allowed it, and now they're curing you in the hospital. How funny. Yeah, funny how that works out. So now that I've ranted and raved about this, I hope that everybody will look into this, especially moms with daughters, look into this and use this as a learning tool for them. Read this to them and say, you know what? Beauty pageants should be fun. Pageant girls aren't always mean girls. Don't ever tell somebody that if they feel confident on their outside skin, they're not educated and smart on the inside. Never do that. 
This is ridiculous. Don't ever do that. Don't ever make accusations to people when you don't know them. Take the time to learn people and meet them and interact with them. Use this as a learning tool. If you have daughters or sons, don't let your sons be so closed-minded to think that girls can't be beautiful and smart. Anticipate that if they find a smart girl, don't just say, oh, she's smart. That's a turnoff. No. Her brains are going to raise your kids one day, not her looks. Remember that. So how she does or doesn't look in a swimsuit is irrelevant because her heart and her insides, her brains, that's what's going to raise your kids one day. That's what's going to raise the future generation. And if she can raise them in a swimsuit, raise them up, girlfriend. Just don't forget your SPF. Raise them up, throw on your swimsuit, and go for it. Seriously. Y'all have a great day. It seems like I had to come here and get my chaos under control. And Miss America 2.0, I would love for y'all to join my podcast sometime and we could talk about it. Come listen to my podcast. I would love to have you here. God bless all of y'all. I wish all of y'all the best. But you know what? To my girls in the swimsuit feeling confident, keep on. Keep on keeping on. Love you. Mean it. I'll talk to y'all soon. Y'all have a great day.